Could you imagine working at Energy <laughs> and getting phone calls oh. for like warranty and stuff? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I can. How entertaining that would be. Uh-huh. Or how like just beat your head against the wall that could be. Be like, yeah, I had this T-Max and ran this thing into the wall and, you, and your, uh, your integrity thing's been on me. I want new ones. Integrity. Integrity. <laughs> <laughs> Tagrity. Hey, this is Alex Sturgeon with the Hobbytown Hobbyflex here for the Hobbyflex Show podcast that, as always, is brought to you by Pivot Lending Group, and you can find them on pivotlending.com. And if you mention the show, you can earn yourself a uh, either $500 lender credit or 0.125 off of your rate. With me, as always, is our co-host. Will Brenton. Who is, uh, we're really excited for this one because we've gotten through an entire month of May. We called it the COVID club race. We got through three of those. And then in June, we knew it was coming. We had to delete our summer series in May because we usually get such a turnout that we wouldn't have been able to follow the rules and have a good, a good summer series race. So, uh, this last Saturday we had the gosh, what is this now? So it'd be 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, our seventh, our seventh year of the team associated Reedy summer series at the Plex. They've been our title sponsor since 2014. Yeah, it's pretty rad. The summer series has been around since 2005 and uh, somehow I always made it work. I don't even know how I did it uh, with the giveaways that we do at the end of the year. It just always seemed to work out. But, but when you have what we've had now for, for seven years with team associated and also, you know, they want us to mention Reedy together. So it's team associated Reedy. It just brings a level of, um, I don't know, does it, it dignifies it, right? Is that the right word? Right. It, well, yeah, it gives it some kind of like uh, it carries the weight. Yes. Yes. You know, it also makes it easier for me personally, because then I don't have to go chase down grand prizes at the end of the year. You know, definitely. I still got to chase down door prizes and it, it drives me nuts that every single year I have to like, like reprove what the hobbyplex is. And sometimes they're the same to the same companies. You email or call both. Yeah. I'll send that on mass email. You just copy paste the same one and say change the dates. Uh, kind of. So I have a file in my computers that that have all my sponsorship letters that I've ever sent out over the years. I've kind of changed them a little bit here and there, and and then once I get a contact for who I need to talk to, you know, then I'll I'll take that letter and I'll put hey uh, instead of Bob, I'll put Steve, and instead of you know random company, instead of three racing, I'll put Futaba or whatever. And it just explains what we do and everything. You personalize it a little I bit. Personalize it, yeah. I don't know. That seems to work. And then if I don't hear anything back by email within a week or so, I usually start calling and bugging people mm-hmm. until they either tell me no or say, "Oh, yeah, I got that right here. I forgot all about it." Sure. You'd be amazed. A lot of times, it just ends up in the spam folder too, which kind of sucks. Coronavirus update. Anyways, so we did online sign up for this one. Hopefully, this will be the last one. The, the first and last time we ever have to do that. We limited to 75 households because we had 75 pit tables. 
And I think for the most part, I only had one person show up on Saturday that didn't know about online signup. And it was, it was Josiah Roby. And I'm like, well, luckily for you, we had three cancellations on, on Friday night. So there was a spot for him. So it worked, seemed to work out fine. In the end, we had like 90 something people signed up because it's household. So you have one table with two kids. And I, I, I took a look in the pits. I didn't see anybody that was crammed right on top of one another. No, Kyle and I shared one table just because we, I, I, we see each other all, all week. You yeah. Know? That's kind of what I, when I asked you that, I was kind of thinking, cause I was trying to find an extra pit spot or two. And I'm like, I'm like, are you and Kyle cool with pitting one another? Well, yeah, of course. He was the best man in my wedding. Yeah. So a lot of people don't know that you're in my wedding too. I was, I was. But, but if you really took, you know, I took some pictures and stuff. I put a, I did a video for YouTube, show the pits, you know, everybody was spaced out at least six feet, except for a few people, but they were in the same household. So then it doesn't matter. So I I think we did good. I think we did really good. I really do. We're just going to talk about the summer series, this whole show, by the way, I, we, there's no, I mean, there's not really any hobby news that I can think of. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to focus on the summer series for the whole time, but we had 174 entries. And if you go back and look at previous summer series races, that's, that's a little higher than average. Most of the time we have about 150 entries. One time last year, I looked one time last year, we had like 180. So we did good. I would say so. It seemed like all the people that really wanted to be there signed up and came, you know, we got through qualifying. We had 20 heats in the first one and 21 heats in the second one because we had a late entry in, in independent buggies. So I had to split them up. Mm-hmm. We did three hours around almost exactly. Even with that extra heat, we actually, we actually moved. I thought we were going slower in round two because we had to wait on a few people. But in the end, we actually ended up like eight minutes ahead. So go figure. Oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah. What, what's that number of heats that we have like a minimum to where like if we have so many heats, we run three rounds. Do we still have that rule? rule? Oh, three rounds of qualifying? Yeah. I thought it was 12. 12? Okay. Yeah. I was just curious. A lot of people don't know that. Like if we had, I was telling somebody about it. Uh, I was like, yeah, if we had like less heats, we'd run three rounds. Yeah. I think, I think the number is 12 that I've always used for that. We haven't hit that. We've never, we haven't gotten below 12 heats at a summer series race in a long, long time. Yeah. I remember, I think it might've been 2012. It was the last year that we ran three rounds. Like I said, we usually get 150 entries. Mm-hmm. minimum. Usually 140 to 160 is kind of the, kind of the normal way it goes. So I think, I think just in general, people were ready to get out and race RC cars. We saw that with the, with club racing. I mean, we're doing it again. We got online sign up right now for, for Saturday, even though you don't have to actually online sign up. I just kept it up there because I think it's cool to have people get up, be able to go online on there and see it and go, Oh, they're going to be there. Well, I better go. Mm -hmm. That's kind of why I want to keep doing it, but you don't have to sign up online now to participate in club racing on Saturdays. I just think it's a cool thing to do now. Yeah, no, I think it's a good idea. We're also starting Family Friday Off-Road this Friday, too. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, I got to get on and make some Facebook posts for that. And I got to make a flyer for it, too, just to uh, just to reiterate what we're doing. There's a little bit of confusion in the store today about whether or not we were racing Friday or not. And I'm like, yep, totally racing. I, I put it up on Facebook last week. What do you think about Saturday? How did it go for you? Well, I had a good time. 
But my races, I would have to say, not great. I watched the video. I videoed uh, Mod Four Wheeler, Mod Two Wheel, and Independent Buggy this week. Yeah, I watched both, all three of those last night, and uh, I, I saw that you were last, and I'm like, how did Will get there? And then, then I saw later on, I was, you know, once Charlie broke, mm-hmm. it was kind of a foregone conclusion. It seemed like at that point, and then with Alex Vanderbeek, and then uh, I was kind of trying to watch the back of the pack, and I saw you in just a train of cars, and I'm like, okay, he's worked his way back up there. Yeah. No, my four wheel's good. Then, uh, in two wheel drive, that was my own fault. Like I, I think I was up to fourth or fifth in two wheel because there was like a crash and I like drove around a whole bunch of cars and I left, let, let off the throttle at the end of the straightaway. My car just turned into the pipe. I don't know if I hit like a clod or what, mm. but my car wasn't great. I tried. So between rounds, I tried clay comp or gold compound. And I was like, okay, these are working. Like these actually work really good. And then I'm going to put them on for the main, put them on the, on for the main. I don't know if it cooled off enough and the traction came up more, but they just, my car was just so edgy. It's like, I'm still like kicking myself for not running silvers. Mm. Cause I thought it was too hot. I thought it was way too hot to run silvers. They were kind of like the car would get kind of free or like almost too loose at the end of this five minute run. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, maybe a little bit stiffer compound between the heats in the main. And it just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. But yeah, I was up to fourth or fifth because I was ahead of Derek and I just let off the throttle and my car spun out and then it was stuck in the pipe. And the guy that was marshalling that corner, he got another car and was standing there and it, I lost like half a lap. No, I saw until and Derek sent me the video today. He was like, go to uh, one minute, four seconds. And there's just like smoke rolling off my tires on the straightaway. And I didn't, I didn't yell. I did not want to yell and distract everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just like pegged the throttle. It was just like any minute now, somebody's going to notice this. I was like, holy cow. Did you blow your diff out? I don't know. I haven't even checked it. Probably. Oh, really? It's a brand new diff. Like, I don't know. It's like, what do you do? I didn't know what to do. Yeah. It got everybody's attention. What sucks is that, is that the week before Ethan Dallaire basically ended up in the exact same spot. Yeah. And he, and he got hosed because we only had one marshal over there. Right. So this, this week I made sure to put two marshals. I had one by the banners, by mm-hmm. the doubles to cover that. And then I had another one at the top up there so that that whole lane was covered. Right. And, and you basically still got missed. So, yeah, I mean, ha- I'm not I'm not blaming the marshals. I crashed. Yeah. You know, I spun out. It was my own fault. Like, I don't blame anybody. I blame myself. I, I, I wish I would have stuck with silvers because I put silvers on my car after mm-hmm. the races and went back out there and tried them. It's like, man, man, Dude, this is awesome. I finished off my pack after the races were over. The mm-hmm. track was amazing at the end of yeah. racing on Saturday. Oh yeah. Like absolutely bonkers. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was great. I watered the bejesus out of that thing Saturday night too. After, after everybody left, I stayed there and just poured water on it because I didn't want it to get ruined the next day. I came in Sunday to work and I I went down there to open up some doors and stuff. And I, and I'm like, holy crap. Like all the water, I had puddled it up. All the puddles were gone. It's just sucked it all up. That's great. But my qualifying went really well. I, uh, was third after the first round of qualifying and which is great. Like I was ahead of Mason. 
Um, I was right behind Charlie. I was only a second off of Charlie. And then I think two seconds, three seconds off of Tom, if I remember right. Yeah, your first qualifier was really good. And then the second qualifier, I still improved my time, but... Everybody else got faster. Yeah, the track, the grip kind of came up, so... Which is fine. Like, I I feel like I'm a better low grip driver anyway. Mm. Like, I've always just been good at that. So, um, yeah, once the grip came up, you know, things kind of changed around a little bit. But, man, I wish I would have stuck with a silver compound for the main. But that's okay. I mean, at least I know, you know, I mean, it's like you got to try stuff. I'm going to try to get silver dirt web fronts and silver ellipse rears for, for the next round for me. Dude, everybody says that ellipse front doesn't have enough steering. I think they're awesome. Yeah. I, I like that ellipse front. I really dig it. I've ran ellipse fronts a few times. I still prefer dirt webs from really? the, way, the way that I drive. Yeah. I just think I like the, the steering balance they have. And they pushed a little bit, but I actually kind of adjusted my car around that. Mm. So I just kept putting more steering into my car, and it's like more consistent that way. I know what my car is going to do like every lap. So, I mean, so yeah, I mean, you're running a different tread pattern. So, I mean, you kind of have to change your car for that. And it ends up being better, I think. The winner is... You want to get into results? Sure. What, how many, which, which mains did you watch? Did you watch any mains? I videoed the independent main. Yeah. You did a good job and, too, by the way. Thank oh, you. Oh, thank you. That was yeah, a really good angle. Out of the three videos we took, I actually like where you stood. Because mm-hmm. it shows the amazing elevation that we have, the differences in elevation. Yeah. I tried to video a little bit of the driver's stand before the race just to show the drivers. And yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that, that spot. I was like, I'm going to stand over here. You can see everything. I got to watch everything because I didn't run two wheel drive mod. I ran 40 plus mod. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I watched 40 plus. I marshaled it after four wheel. Oh, yeah. You did. I remember. I think four wheel or two wheel. I don't remember, but yeah, I watched it. So that was a good, that was a good that race. That was a good race. We'll get to that here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk plex spec. Let's go. Let's just start in order here. We can't forget, though, that there was how many, how many main events? So we have 10 classes now because we added mini truggy. There were, 13 lower mains and the biggest classes of the weekend were 13, five, four wheel drive buggy went down to an E main and it was a fully main. It was eight cars and independent buggy had the second biggest class and it had full mains too, because I put, I think I put 11 in the D main so that we didn't have a three car E main. That just never makes any sense to me. What I like about that is again, I I know I've said this on the show before independent buggy is just regular Joe driving stock buggies. Right. And, and it's our second biggest class and not, it could have been our biggest class. It's just that we had a few more guys show up for 13, five wheeler. And it's so fun to watch these guys race, even in the D main where the talent's not quite there yet. You know, you can see these guys, they really want to make that bump. They, they, they're really going for it. It's just fun to watch. All the lower mains actually were really good this, this, this week. We've had some really good racing. Have you noticed that since we started back up? Oh, yeah. I think in general, we've had some just really good racing. I think the brake kind of equalized a lot of people Yeah, for driving. Yeah, I can see that. I think uh, Gage Noonan and Phil Palmer, they bumped up from the D to the C in Independent Buggy. And then I think, yeah, Phil Palmer bumped up from the C to the B 
and Gage Noonan was right there. So Phil and Gage, who battled an independent buggy on the syndicate on the carpet this year, Mm -hmm. they both ended up in the D main. Gage won the D, Phil got second, and then Phil won the C and Gage got second. And so they bumped up again to the B main and that's kind of where it ended. Oh, I thought they made the main. I was kind of hoping they would. Both of them, that'd be crazy if they both made the main, but they actually finished seventh and eighth. Phil finished seventh and Gage finished eighth in the B. Bummer. So they still finished like literally right next to one another, <laughs> which is still kind of cool. I mean, it's just kind of neat. It's yeah. like, it's like there's a couple, um, there's a couple families that always end up qualifying like right next to one another, like, like the Pavels. Usually if, if Nick's racing mod or something like that, they'll usually for whatever reason be right there. They didn't come out this week, but the uh, Roger uh, Nemec, like the Nemex will be right there with each other. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of funny how that works out. Anyways, Plexpec A-Main. So uh, the Plexpec A-Main was a five-minute main event. Parker Garing TQ'd, but he had a pretty horrific start. And then Jana Peevler qualified second, got around the carnage, and she just sort of took off. So she ended up with like a 21-second lead at the end. And... That's pretty awesome. I think uh, last year, if I remember correctly, she had a shot at winning Plexpec, but Bob Hall was just kind of too much. Like he was running a four-wheel drive buggy and she was running a two-wheel drive. Yeah. yeah. So I think she's a she's definitely in the running for being another Plexer. Ryan Cox finished second. Ryan was like super happy at the end. He was also shaking. You should have seen him as he was getting ready for the for the podium pictures. Like his hands were shaking. He was so just into it, you know? So jazzed. Yeah. Parker Garing still got a third. And then uh, this kid, Daniel Bender, he was one of the few short course trucks, finished fourth. And then Grayson Stevie finished fifth. And then it was uh, Josh Ryan, Grant Noonan, Hunter Anderson, Mason Hardesty, and Dan Noonan, uh, Grandpa Dan. So Plexpec's pretty good. And what's cool about Plexpec is we don't generally have too many rules for Plexpec, except yeah. for at our big race we do. I, at our big race, I make it 15 and under and two-wheel drive only. For the summer series, it's just same rules as we always have. I don't really care. Just show up. It's five bucks. Show up. But for the summer series, it does seem to draw out a lot more like like of the of the kids running buggies. You'll get some adults, but most of the time, Plexpec has been has been won by a, a young person. So I started going back and trying to remember who's won Plexpec. So we have this rule for the summer series. If you win Plexpec, at the end of the year in summer series, you are not allowed to run Plexpec anymore. You have to run something higher than Plexpec. Right. So if you think back to who's won Plexpec, Caden Bairding, he now runs stock buggy stock truck with his dad and sometimes is faster than him. Yeah. Remember Nick Scorstad? I do. Bam Bam? Yeah. yeah. He, he's a Plexpec previous champ. Jay Fairchild is a previous mm-hmm. Plexpec champ. I didn't know that. Yep. Dylan Volker. He won mm-hmm. a night. 13 or 12 or something like that. Emerson, Emerson surgeon won plex spec before. Mm-hmm. I think, I think 14 was his year actually. That's when he won. And he, it was actually him and Aiden coming down like the last, the, literally the last, uh, main, yeah. uh, in plex spec and Emerson got, I got that one on video. It's on my YouTube, my personal YouTube channel. Yeah. I would go back and watch that every once in a while. Cause it's super funny, <laughs> but a lot of them, a lot of the previous plex speckers are still racing. Some of them aren't, you know, just like Jay Fairchild right now is not really racing anything, but he's working on, he's doing big car stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's kind of doing the adult thing. Yeah. You know, Scorstad moved away. Caden's 
mostly in Sioux City now. So, you know, we'll see him every once in a while. Of course, Emerson now just runs strictly modified with us. Yeah. So it'll be interesting if Jana wins Plexpec this year, if this holds up and she keeps doing well. Because if you get a win off the bat, right off the bat, you're in, you're in pretty good position. Anything can happen, but a win's a win. And it, it definitely goes a long way towards the end of the score. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Then you had stadium truck after that. So unlike club racing, where it's kind of hit and miss, the summer series, we usually have a full heat or maybe even two full heats of stadium truck. And uh, Nate Sutherland, I think he ran four classes on Saturday. I know he ran mod two wheel, stadium truck, 13.5 wheeler, and expert stock buggy. And he made the main, I believe, in three out of the four. Was he in the mod two wheel main? I don't think he was, was he? Oh, yeah, he bumped in. Did he bump in? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I couldn't remember if he did or not. I believe so. He ran four classes. Yeah. He That's ran insane. four classes. Yeah. That is insane. But he's a, he runs for team Losi. Right. Oh yeah. So he won truck. He qualified first, finished first, not for the sake of trying though. Cause Wade Garing was right there. I think Nate, something happened to Nate. I'm trying to remember the main, something happened to Nate. Brian Cox ended up in the lead for about three or four laps. And then Nate finally got it back. And then from then on, it was, he was gone. Gandhi after that. And then Wade Gehring got around Brian Cox. So they basically first and second pretty much finished where they qualified. Chase Rolk was really coming after Brian at the end and just couldn't quite get there. So he finished fourth. Stevie, Justin Stevie finished fifth. Lee Sack sixth. Clint Coburn seventh. Brian Barton finished eighth. Derek Noonan finished ninth. And TJ Williams made the main and uh, he bumped in and then uh, finished, finished 10th. But TJ, remember last week at the club race, finished third in stock mm-hmm. truck out of six. So, you know, we kind of made fun of it. But again, TJ's driving that Losi truck. No ball cups popped off in, in, in this run, I don't think. Yeah. So. Oh, no, wait. Yes, it did. Ah, I take that back. That's right. It did pop off. <laughs> Something happened at five and a half minutes. Somebody needs to give him some... Associated, associated ball cups and ball studs and or Yokomo or something something yeah. else <laughs> <laughs> ah man TJ's gotten pretty he's gotten better though too it's, it's, he, it's he is getting a lot better there's a couple kids that we have at the Plex that are really starting to come around they're really getting a feel for how racing works mm-hmm. um, they're not late anymore you know a lot of times TJ was always late yeah you know Jackson you know uh, w- would be late up to the races and stuff like that but it seems like we do have a pretty good crop of kids that are starting to figure it out. And he's mm-hmm. one of them. Andy Barrett, his uncle helps him a lot. So it's good to see. So Nate knocked one off. So put a tally mark up there for Nate in stadium truck. Mod four wheel drive buggy. So this, this was exciting because dude, I mean, if you look at the main events, there's really not a name on here that you go, Oh wow. That dude made the main. Mm-hmm. Like everybody in this is, is belongs there for sure. Charlie Mariana came from uh, Michigan. He hung out with Tom Rennernecht. Tom TQ'd, but his main, I watched it a couple of times on the video I took. His start was atrocious. Who's? Rennernecht. Oh, yeah. He rolled it over after that. So we have this cool section where you jump up to the top and then there's a double and then you come back down the hill right there and his car just rolled over there and he went he went way back. Mm-hmm. And then he, then he wrecked again and I think he was basically dead last on lap two. Yeah. So he had a tough go, but he did come back to get third and him and Mason Fuller put on a pretty good show. The last two laps, Tom went for it a couple times and missed and got to give credit where credit's due. So we have elevation changes and 
there was a little bit of controversy this week. I tried to make it, you know, in the driver's meeting, I tried to talk about it, how if you miss some of these jumps that are higher up on our elevation and you end up driving down, I don't, I don't mind. It's not a roar race, right? If it was a roar race, the marshal would have to grab you and put you back up exactly where you came off at. Okay. It's either that, or you have to give up one track position. Exactly. And that's what I said at the, at the driver's meeting. I said, look, either get marshaled or it's cool with me if it, just to basically to save people running around. Right. So we don't have marshals, you know, in the way and stuff like that. Right. You can, you can get back in line as long as you give up a spot or if you wait long enough, if there's nobody behind you and I feel that you've waited long enough, I'll, I'll say, you know, I'll be on the mic and I'll say, okay, go, Right. you know, that's fine. So give credit where credit's due. Tom did that twice trying to chase down Mason and he waited both times. He didn't just oh, go yeah. and make, and make me have to go. No, 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 no. I can't do that. He, he did it on his own. You're starting to see the maturity start to come in on these, on these kids of ours that have grown up racing here and have gotten pretty good at racecraft. You know? Right. I mean, that's why you see Alex, Mason, Tom, you know, these guys making a mains at the Reedy race and at Nats and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Racecraft is, a, is very important. I think it's one thing to be fast or cut a fast lap, but can you race? Like you can drive fast, but can you race? You know, that's what I, that's what I look at is people like good being a good, uh, overall driver. Vanderbeek was kind of a sleeper in the mains here, right? I think he was even, he qualified third, but, but the talk was, it seemed like the chatter and stuff was about Tom and Charlie because they were going so fast. And then Alex just, just gets in the main and, and gets through the, the carnage and takes the lead. It looks like he took the lead about halfway through. He had a couple problems in the double doubles coming up to the loop. Mm-hmm. during that race a couple times, but so he gave up the, I think he gave up the lead once, but then after that, the coast was clear, but we got to mention that Charlie Mariana had this one. I think he was driving away from everybody and he just got this really awkward landing and the, his car broke. Really? <laughs> yeah. If you watch the video, um, it's like he hit, uh, he got sideways and nosed it in and goes, bam. And it, and it took it, this front end out and it, it totally broke it off. Bummer. Yeah. Maybe it was broken already and he just finished it off. I don't know. Those breaks are so hard to predict or like, know what's good or what caused it. You know, like the cars are so durable now. Like you hear about a car breaking out in a main, it's like not kind of unheard of anymore. So you know what I mean? Like it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. So with that, it was uh, Alex winning it. Mason got second. Tom got third. Drew got fourth. You got fifth. Aiden was right there behind you in sixth. Derek Wood uh, was seventh. Ethan Dallaire was eighth. Caden Fuller was ninth. Charlie Mariano was 10th. We also got to mention, too, that Derek Wood is now on the TLR team. Yeah. And he debuted TLR cars. And in this main, I think he had the lead at one point. In two-wheel? Early. Yeah. And four-wheel drive, too. Oh, did he? I'm pretty sure in four wheel drive, he had the lead for half a lap. It doesn't show him on the score, but, but he had the lead. Mm-hmm. So now here at home, you've got Aiden Olson and Derek Wood as uh, TLR teammates. That's going to be fun because Aiden, his four wheel drive looked really good all day. His four wheel drive reminded me of Tom Rennernecks. Like it was just fast and it landed good and he had really good traction. So, and the cool thing about Aiden is that he's basically doing all that on his own. He's not really copying anybody's setups. He's not doing any of that. He's just, he's just doing it. 
and he comes in and he practices and, and he gets it done. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's cool. I'm, I was really happy that he made them. He squeaked in, he qualified eighth, but he finished right behind you in sixth in front of Derek, in front of Ethan, Caden Fuller made the main. So Caden, you know, he's Mason's smaller, you know, little brother. He's already been a 13.5 or no, not, is it 13, 17.5 stock truck national champ. And it seems like he's moving on. He's starting to, he's going to race mod now. And then of course, Charlie finished 10th, but only cause he broke. So four wheel drive mod was a good one. The video is really fun to watch. I'm glad I did that. <laughs> it's like, I'm really glad. All right. So 40 plus mods. So you, you, uh, you marshaled that one. Yeah. I was kind of bummed out. There was only seven of us. Cause I thought this year where there would be more than that, but like Tom, uh, Tony Leatherman didn't come from Hutchinson right. because, because he was, they were having some problems down there with, with the, the protests and stuff. And he didn't want to leave his family alone. So that would have been eight of us and Tony's really fast. So you never know what would have happened. I TQ'd probably couldn't probably shouldn't have TQ'd because I think Mac was going really fast in round two, but he had like a last lap crash that kind of took that out. The start was really good. Of course I bobbled or something like that. And then I, I really went for it after the tabletop to have the lead back. Cause I did not want to give it up because Kyle was coming quick mm -hmm. behind us. And, uh, eventually I hit a pipe or something like that and lost the lead to Mac. And then I had to, I had to really, make sure I tried to go fast and, and not crash a lot. And then he and I had a really good race. It felt like we were back in like 2000 again, like 2001. Yeah. Which is the whole point of 40 plus it's, it's us old dudes racing each other again, trying to relive our youth, not to toot my own horn or anything, but I would like to say we were talking about racecraft. I hope that I provided everybody with a very clear picture of what patience looks like. Sure. Cause I could have dive bombed Mac a few times. It would have been either a takeout or, or a questionable pass. Yeah. And I made sure not to, you know, but we still raced super close. And then he wrecked through that, that double, double section before the loop. And then I got away and that, that, that was kind of that after that, it was pretty much up to me to make sure I didn't do anything stupid. It just felt like such a long race. Like, or <laughs> really? like, or like you guys racing together just seems so long. Yeah. Like, it, like, like somebody would make a mistake or a bobble and the other one would get around. It was really fun to watch. So I ran golds all, all week, mainly cause I didn't have a choice cause I didn't have any silvers. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, I thought once my tires broke in, I, I was pretty happy with my car. I, I could, I could see how, when you said it was edgy, I could kind of see, I could kind of agree with that in a way. Yeah. And that's something that I'm still working on with my TLR car that I'm driving right now mm -hmm. is that it, it can get away from me at, at times, but my cars have always been that way. I remember, I remember when, um, Gil Osi Jr. Came mm -hmm. to test some tires and he drove my car and he, and he said it, it drove like a wet noodle, but my cars, I hand my cars to other people and they're like, holy crap, how can you drive this thing? Yeah. <laughs> and it's always been, I don't know. My stuff's always been that way. I can't really explain it. So another reason why I didn't run two wheel drive regular mod was because I've kind of decided that. I, what I want to do now, my thought process is I still want to race, but I didn't want to be a hindrance to the race program now. Cause if you make the main, I make the main, Derek makes the main. If Emerson makes the main somehow, I got nobody left to run the computer. Sure. Right. Oh, that so, makes sense. I figured that's what you're doing. So, so I just decided, well, I'm just going to not run regular two wheel drive mod. I'll run 40 plus, And if somebody like Owen runs the race, 
you know, he yeah. actually made it pretty fun. He did a really good job. Yeah. But if I, but even if I don't have him, I still have you around. You're not running 40 plus, obviously. Um, I could get Emerson to do it if I forced him to. I need about you know. nine more years. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> <laughs> so, uh, so Mac finished second, Kyle Gannon finished third, uh, Chad Rubin King, Brian Cox, Brian Burnt, and Phil Palmer, uh, were all in the 40 plus main. So that was pretty fun. It was a good time. It's kind of relaxing too. On my end, it was just, it was just relaxing. Oh, it's like so. low, low key racing. Like it, it just seemed like you, you guys are all up there smiling and having a good time. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you know, uh, 13, five short course only had four driver, five drivers. Three of them went home before the mains. Really? Yeah. So we only had three racers. So I, you know, I've been, I've been waiting. I'm not going to do it this year because we already started the season, but I've been waiting to see if this would happen because it's happened on a national level where you only get a handful of, of short course trucks yeah. to run, to run stock or mod for that matter. So if, if we don't get more than five for the next, you know, for the year, cause we have had full heats, there's been full heats of 10. Yeah. And this year we start out with five. So if we don't get any more than that, this might be the last year for short course at the summer series. If you're going to have a short course class, you should have stock slash. Yeah. But associated doesn't make the slash. Oh, okay. No, that makes sense. See, we got to keep, we got to keep in line with this, with the title sponsor. So. Clint Coburn um, and Jake Wilkening and Tyler Fleming. That was your order. Jake crashed a few times. Otherwise, he probably could have had Clint because I think he had a little bit faster truck. But Clint just kept it clean and did what he needed to do. So that was it. That they both, they all three of them got a podium no matter what. They, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so two wheel drive stock buggy. This one had I think five or six different lead changes. Your TQ. Nate Sutherland got a terrible start, ended up not leading after the very first lap. Ken Peterson led, and then Bradley Peterson led a little bit, and Nate kind of kind of worked himself back, and then him and Ken kind of went kind of went at it back and forth. In the end, it was Bradley Peterson taking the win, and uh, then it was Ken Peterson, Nate Sutherland getting third, Wade Gehring, Brian Cox, Chase Rolk, uh, David Peevler, James Nelson, Orlando Martinez, and Nick Pavel. And that was uh, expert 17.5 buggy. A couple guys ran both expert and independent. And that's because you can, I don't care if you're not sponsored, you can do whatever you want. If you want extra track time, that's great. But if you have any sponsors, of course you have to run expert and ended up being, being a pretty decent main Ken Peterson and Nate Sutherland finished three hundredths of a second apart. And they've done, they did that a few times in, in, in the day. That was uh, Nate Sutherland's second class that he ran. And he got another podium. I think next time I'll take a video of, of expert. So mod two wheel drive buggy. So this one, again, your TQ had some problems. That was Tom Rennernecht. Again, he, he, uh, I think he only led the opening lap. I think after that, it, it changed up a bit. Mason Fuller led a lap. Oh, this is the one where Derek really got up there too. Yeah. So Derek, when did he take the lead? It was on the second lap. Derek Wood came around for the second lap. Something like that. And then after that lap that he led, he, he doinked it in the hard uh, option lane. Yeah. And went all the way back. And then Charlie Mariano led some laps. Alex led some laps. And then in the end, it was Alex taking it home from then on. 
And it was only about a, about a two second lead. So Charlie was, I know Charlie was really trying to get him there at the end, but so Vanderbeek, Charlie, and then Mason Fuller got another podium. Rinderneck missed it. Um, he missed the extra lap. He missed the podium. He got fourth. Uh, then it was Ruben King, then Aiden Olson. And again, with another, another good finish here, he's actually the highest hobby plexer, uh, in mod two wheel. And then Ethan Dallaire and Derek Wood finished eighth after that good start. He did qualify third too. Uh, Nate Sutherland, one of your bumpers finished, finished ninth. And then, and then of course you were, you were out at about four minutes. Yeah. That one, uh, man, having somebody like, like Charlie come and we might see this again, like if Zeke, uh, comes for the next round yeah, and brings some Colorado guys to him, just having that extra little increase in competition kind of changes the whole landscape in my opinion. Right. You know? Yeah. It kind of, it, I mean, it really was like a, well, how many did Charlie make, uh, make the main at the Reedy race last year or this year? I don't remember. He might've, I, yeah, so, I mean, if he did, we would have had three, three Reedy Bay race open drivers mm-hmm. in the main at our club race. And yeah, yeah, we're in there mixing it up. Well, we kind of did. Cause you had Alex Mason and Tom that were there. So that would have been four. Oh, right. But still, I mean, classes this week were stacked to begin with, but the two, the mod classes, two wheel drive and four wheel drive, they were, I mean, that was big time. No, I and, felt pretty know. good about going straight into the main. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with that and qualify a third one round. I'll take it. After two wheel mod was 13, five, four wheel drive. So again, our biggest class of the weekend, this one kind of got weird at the end. You had Nate Sutherland again. He lost the lead right at the start. Ken Peterson led about four or five laps, and then Nate got the lead back. You know, the crazy thing was, was I kind of thought this thing was over, right? There was like 30 seconds left, yeah. and I was actually watching Owen Vanderbeek and James Nelson battling for position because that was the closest battle on the track at the time. And then all of a sudden, I hear some yelling on the track, mm-hmm. and... Nate had gotten in trouble. Uh, so maybe it was Chad Rubin King and Owen Vanderbeek because it wouldn't have been James because I think James is the one that, that Nate got tangled up with. So Nate lost the lead. But then he got, he got marshaled on the other side of the pipe on the, on the elevation thing. Yeah. And then just went. Oh. And so I had to kind of change the results. So because you can't win like that. You have to, like you said, like we said earlier, you got you to gotta at least give up a spot. So Ken Peterson got the win in that one. You know, the, the crazy thing is, is, is I have a feeling, and this is something that Nate's just going to have to learn how to do as he gets older. Cause he's a very young kid. And, and a lot of young kids are just, they just want to go, 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 go all the time. Yeah. And my take on it is, is if, if, if you can show just a little bit more patience in traffic mm-hmm. and not put yourself in a position to get in trouble like that, when you've got a four or five second lead then you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have to worry about it. I mean, yes, lap traffic should get out of your way, but there's also a place to get out of the way. And some places are better than others, Mm -hmm. you know? So I don't know. Yeah. You you have to kind of pick and choose your lines, you know, and it's almost like you have to kind of wait two, three corners and see what the, what they're doing consistently. Like, you know, if they're blowing every corner, well then just try to stuff it in there, you know? Or try to get in there if there's a gap, you know? Yep. So, uh, so Ken took that one. Nate Sutherland, uh, got second. The 
Interesting thing here is because of the bonus point for TQ, they're basically tied in points. They both get 100 for the week, so yeah. it's a wash. Yeah. John Kinzer, who bumped up from the B main to make the A, finished third. Nice. Yes, very nice. And then Ruben King, uh, Owen Vanderbeek finished fifth, James Nelson sixth, Bradley Peterson seventh, Nick Pavel finished eighth, David Peeler, who uh, traded a truck for a 13.5 buggy uh, last week, roller to roller, finished ninth, and then Ian Morey finished tenth. So if you, you know how, you know how live RC gives you that bar graph or that line graph that kind of shows the different positions and stuff. Yeah. The first six laps on that graph is chaos. Oh, there's yeah. lines going, there's lines going everywhere. I bet it just it, looks like spaghetti. Yeah. It really didn't get sorted out to the very, very, very end. Mini Truggy. So this is new for the summer series this year. And it's because I called up Tracy team associate. I said, Hey, got a lot of guys running mini truggy i know you guys don't make one even though you should would you like can we add this to the summer series as a sponsor i need some sort of i would need some sort of giveaway for this class so the the winner of mini truggy is going to get like a like a combo system from reedy oh nice at the end of the year when we pull out the name for the hat or whatever yeah that's almost the same value as a kit though yeah I you mean, know what i mean it's, sometimes it's more usable you know yeah so we had uh, eight trucks, which is great. I think we were missing a couple because of COVID. A couple guys didn't want to come. And that's fine. That's, that's per, you know, that's their prerogative. Dan Gangler TQ'd with a Truggy. He put a 4.5 motor in his Truggy. <laughs> <laughs> so Aiden Olson qualified second with what can only be described as... The I, world's cutest RC mini truck. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's a 22. He took his 22 four that that, uh, you know, I it's not my favorite car on the planet. Full disclosure. Uh, listen, I'm not an engineer. I never claimed to be engineer. Attention, Hobbyplex podcast listeners. This is a friendly reminder that host Alex Sturgeon is not an engineer. Thank you. I just know that I just wasn't a fan of that car. After yeah. the first one, maybe the second one, when they, the chassis would tweak all the time and I don't know why, but I just wasn't a big fan of it. Aiden Olson has taken that car and turned it into a mini truggy. The thing is, is that if you look at it, it still has the same wheelbase. So you got these big monster, uh, uh, 2.2 truck tires on it, but the rear wheelbase is still skinny. There's no truck arms on it. Yeah. So I, in my opinion, that thing should handle like garbage. I mean, it should, but if you watch him drive it mm -hmm. and actually watch it go around the track, it handles amazing. Yeah. Like it was meant to be a truck. It looks like a, like a monster truck almost like, you know what I mean? Like a clod buster or something. Yeah. It's, it and then he put a, he put a, um, a stadium truck body on it. Mm -hmm. Just a regular like T5 or whatever. So it's not the prettiest truck in the whole wide world either. Yeah. But but my goodness, he won by nine seconds over the rest of the field, over Dan Gangler and the rest of the field. Nice. Yeah. So there's been a couple names for that truck. So it's a, a Walmart truck because mm -hmm. it kind of looks like a kind of looks like a toy. There's also one that I don't think we can we can say. I don't think we should say it because okay. it could be offensive to little people. Oh yeah. I heard that. I heard that one going around. I was calling, remember that Tyco RC car that you could like run into a wall and it would drive upside down or right side up. 
Yeah. Like that's what I thought it looked like. It, it yeah. reminded me of that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, dude, uh, he uh, he crushed him with with that one. So the 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 thing again too though is they traded points. So Aiden got a hundred and Dane got a hundred because of the the bonus point. So it's game on from that point. Uh, Matt Robinson finished third. He he actually put on some. He put up some new lights for the track. Nice this week. Yeah, Matt's cool. While I was building the wall, he was bringing in some lights. So he did tell me that that that's all he has now because um he's he's given us all the lights that he has extra. They're LED lights too. So Jake Poteet finished fourth. Dan Stevens finished fifth. Uh, Bryson Pavel sixth. Bob Hamilton in the Wiener truck finished uh, finished seventh, and Chad Irwin finished eighth. Dan Stevens and Chad Irwin were both like, we're only going to get a mini truggy if it's in the summer series. And I'm like, uh, it's totally in the summer series. So then they showed up with their mini truggies. Nice. And then I would like to give props to Bob Hamilton for racing um, uh, because his truck, he, his colors are, are Oscar Mayer Wiener. It, it's the Oscar Mayer Wiener truck. Yeah. And it, it allows me to make Wiener jokes for most of the day. So I get, ex- I get excited when Bob shows up to race. Cause then I get to make, I make wiener jokes. Yeah. Good clean fun for the whole family. And I get, to, and it's literal. I'm not talking about that wiener. I'm talking about wieners. That yeah, wiener, you can call, called wieners. call it the wiener mobile. Wiener mobile. Yeah. I get to say things like, Oh man, he just dropped his wiener or, uh, <laughs> or, uh, Oh, Bob's wiener's upside down or, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> yeah. When he passes two cars and one's on each side, we should call it splitting the bun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and if he crashes, and if he crashes, you could be like, Oh, he just got relished. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Independent buggy. Two wheels. I have to look that one up on uh, urban dictionary. Wade Garen finished first in this one. TQ and win for Wade. That wasn't really that much of a surprise. Because he's finishing high up in expert too. Yeah. Um, the interesting take on this one was uh, Jackson Anderson. He's one another one of those younger kids that's kind of getting the hang of things. Oh yeah, that kid's doing it all by himself. He's at the track by himself all day. Yeah. And if you watch the main, I watched the independent main too. The one the the film that you took is mm-hmm. he was very smooth and consistent. He made it through the double doubles. Yeah, pretty much I ended the whole up race. videoing him most of the race just because uh, Wade was checked out. Yeah, I, I went back, like you know, I'd go back and check on him, the Wade every once in a while. But the the battle was for second and third, or at least you know it could have been. Caden Peterson, one of uh, the so both Peterson boys are the younger kids of Ken Peterson. Uh, made made the main. I think one of them made the thirteen five main too. I think it was Jace, um, but Caden finished third and then Tyler Brinkerhoff who uh who just uh three weeks ago had never seen a dirt track he's only been racing carpet uh finished fourth and he and he bumped up from the B so uh after the race he, you know I, I looked at him he's like how about that uh, I'll take that from 10th to fourth and a bump up I'm like yep that's how it works dude Justin Stevie finished uh fifth Jace Peterson uh was sixth Andy Lachance this one kind of surprised me a little bit only finished seventh two weeks ago when he was here. I thought, I thought he would have had something more. Yeah. No, fe- no offense to Andy. I hope no, Andy doesn't take a strong I'm sure way, it's but, none taken, but, but I was, I was, I was expecting him to be up there higher. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I, I always watch his races or at least I try to, but he just needs to be like 
be ready for his car to kind of come in. Mm -hmm. So like you can't like push the issue and just be lights out on the first, you know, really drive hard in the first few laps of a race. Cause like, you know, the tires aren't there yet. And, you know, there's kind of a, you kind of build momentum on your run and, you know, it, it, what I've noticed, he just tries to like, you know, go lights out and as hard as he can. And then that's when he makes mistakes early on. Then you watch his car after, like after like the first three minutes, he looks great. Like nothing wrong with it. He's driving awesome. But, uh, Jake Wilkening finished eighth. Matt Mosier came down, uh, by himself. He finished ninth. He had a, he had an okay day. Mm-hmm. I think he made both mains in, in his classes. Uh, Jason Morey finished 10th. Jason helped us out a little bit because him and his kid were actually pitting out in the trailer. Yeah. So they saved us. They saved us a pit spot. So that was good. Nice. So that's race results from this week's summer series. I do want to talk about something after we're done here, but we should probably take a moment to listen to our immaculate, awesome Pivot Landing Group sponsor, David Olson and Don Zoller. And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah! This is a Pivot Lending Update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. I think, in my opinion, working with Pivot Lending, as opposed to maybe some of the other local financial institutions, we have, first of all, we're open nights and weekends. So we're uh, maybe a current bank or even a credit union. They're not going to be around at eight o'clock on a Sunday where Don's going to be available. That's huge, especially in a seller's market right now. In addition to that, we have the ability to shop around as far as the lowest interest rates and with our relationships in the credit union and community banking worlds, because we are underwriting and originating loans for them. If you are falling outside of the traditional conventional guidelines or FHA government guidelines, we can work with perhaps one of our our partners to get a portfolio loan for you. So um, there's there's quite a few different distinct uh, reasons I think that that set us apart from our competition. All right. To reemphasize what Dave said, working with Pivot Lending, you have the opportunity to have access to a lot more companies to um, be able to get the best rate. And then obviously, again, with what we do with a lot of the small banks and credit unions, the portfolio option is something that there really isn't another lender out there that I know of that offers that opportunity. If it's, you know, if it's something that we can do, mm-hmm. we definitely, we're going to get you into a loan. If you don't fit inside the, inside the box, we've got some out of the box options that gives us a little bit more of an edge over some of our competitors. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 77589. Pivot Hey, pass me a kickstart. So I spent about four hours today adding on to the crawler course mm-hmm. because uh, crawler night starts tomorrow. But I also I've had this like plan to finish some more crawling stuff. One of the best YouTube videos I have right now is the indoor crawling course video. Mm-hmm. So I spent I spent a lot of time out there today. That's why I'm still really hot. I'm pretty sure I got sunburnt today. Really? Yeah. But I got done with it. 
I, I built this bridge. I got done with it. I really don't like it. So I think I'm going to tear it off and try again. What's wrong uh, with it? Uh, it's the same as all the other bridges. Oh yeah. We wanted a bridge, different kind of bridge. Yeah. yeah. I want to make it, I want to make it different. So I think I'm going to try again. I'm mm -hmm. just going to do it differently. Okay. So really quick, the other day I was, well, Sunday when I was working on stuff and I was thinking about our discussion about mispronunciations for names, I heard a couple new ones that I okay. wanted to pass along. Okay. Lay it on me. Uh, okay. Uh, so I, I've heard since that show, episode 15, for those of you guys that are out there that hasn't listened to it yet, it's really funny. Uh, Horizon. <laughs> That's a good one. Instead of Horizon. Yeah. Yeah. And then I forgot one. I, I And this one I, I, would, I meant to bring up because it's one that always gets talked about is, um, help me out here. What's all the mispronunciations of Intigy that you have heard over in, the years? Integi. Integi. Um, yeah, Integi. That, that's the only one that really sticks out in my mind. It's mostly Integi. Could you imagine working at Intigi <laughs> and getting phone calls? For, oh. for like warranty and stuff. Oh yes. Oh yes. I can. How entertaining that would be. Uh huh. Or how like just beat your head against the wall. That could be. Mm -hmm. Be like, yeah, I had this team X and ran this thing into the wall and you, and your, uh, your integrity things been on me. I want new ones. <laughs> integrity. Integrity. <laughs> integrity. Gotta, gotta have integrity. <laughs> They ain't got no integrity. And then another one came up and I actually is another one that I was thinking of was, um, uh, that we missed was, uh, was Tekken. 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 It gets called Tekken all the time. And it that drives me nuts because Tekken is a fabulous video game, especially Tekken three. Tekken three is probably one of my best games. Uh, one of the best fighting games ever made was Tekken three by far. Yeah. It's so hard to not smirk or chuckle or like, or like, like do one of those whenever you hear somebody say, you got that Tekken speed controller? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, cause I used to work at a video game store. So that's immediately what I think of is when I hear Tekken is, uh, is, is Tekken three. Right. So I want to bring that up. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty funny. I was going to fly today, but it was too windy. Yeah, I about got stopped by the wind. Uh, my like, I thought I was getting blown off my scooter backwards on my way home. Like, I could feel my helmet lifting up off my shoulders. The wind was so strong. Well, I think we covered what we needed to cover on this one. The summer series, round one of 2020, mm -hmm. was huge, and uh, I hope it continues to be huge. I think there's a reason why it's huge every year, and I hope that it continues. I hope everybody enjoys it. Oh, yeah. So. I think everybody does. Seems that way. So, cool. Well, not too bad. Not too bad of a show. We got all the entries covered. We talked about stuff. Yeah, definitely. Next week, we're going to have, hopefully, Mac Vanderbeek on as a guest. Ooh, that'll be nice. Your Midwest, Midwest Team Associated Summers, or Team Associated uh, Regional Manager. So, that should be a good one. Yeah. There you go. We're all done. Thank you guys. I'm going to be on after hours this week, trying to do something cool. I'm going to, I'm going to try to come up with something that I haven't done before. I'm usually gluing tires, which is getting old. So here I am gluing tires again. Here I am gluing tires again. Well, Whatever. That's, that's like 90% RC. 
Well, that's what I've said. I have yeah. said that on the show, but I'm like, <laughs> at some point you got to do, you got to, you got to show people that there's more than that. So I'm going to try to try to come up with something to build. I might be building my, my 22 X, my 22 X four on Thursday. Maybe you should just rebuild your shock sometime. Like, I, I don't think I've ever before. seen your, Oh, you have. All right. Mm-hmm. I've done that on there. Yeah. You replace the O-rings and stuff. No. What do you do that for? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks to pivot lending, pivot lending group and pivot lending.com. You can find them. Don't forget. If you mention the show, get $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your rate. I know we've had some takers on that and we really appreciate it. And we hope that that keeps going as uh, yeah. it's making this, uh, making this possible weekly, which is good. Otherwise it would be once a month, which would be hard to get everything in that we want to get in. We're supposed to be getting hats. Will. Yeah. Uh, uh, Aiden Olson's dad said something about that. Yeah. Um, he asked me what hat size I wear. No t-shirt yeah. size. So, okay. That's it. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you guys. See you guys on the flip flop.